guys at Wilson Volleyball, volleyballmag.com, P1440, Firefly Recovery, and Pacific Coast Wealth Management. We appreciate you guys tuning in this week on Sandcast. So just to give you a little bit of a heads up uh, with what's going on in Sandcast. So Try is never home, and we are having to record kind of mobily quite a lot these days. So that's why you're getting a lot of phone interviews. However, Try will be back uh, around Manhattan Beach time. So we'll try to store up some in-person interviews then. So this week, we have Tim Bomgren checking in from Minnesota. He's having an awesome year. Uh, made a couple Sundays already. Took a fifth out in Seattle. Him and Troy Field, one of the most exciting teams to watch. So cover a lot with you, with Timmy here uh, on the phone. So apologies again for some of the audio that's not as good as usual because uh, we're not in person. However, that will change in a couple weeks when Try comes home. So until then, enjoy the episode with one of the nicest guys on tour, Tim Bomgren. Travis. What's up, dude? Hey, bud. Dude, how are Congrats, you? Congrats, man. I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Just uh, just got back. I got back from Mexico yesterday. Um, so still okay. getting, just feeling good being back home. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, dude. It's nice. That's uh, looked like a pretty fun trip, though. Yeah, it was an absolute blast. It was awesome. That uh, that town just like lives for that tournament. It, it like the whole no town way. like shut down, and uh, that's so cool. Yeah, I mean, because there were I think they said that the stands fit three thousand, and it was standing room only the entire weekend. It, oh, <laughs> like, that's so sick. Like we got some pretty good crowds for like some of the later matches in AVP, but man, if it was like that all weekend, that's just insane. Yeah, it was so cool. Because uh, when the guy said that at the at, like the introductory press conference, it's like, there's just no way that they're actually going to get that kind of crowd out there. And then sure enough, like you couldn't, you, if you weren't there in the morning, like, you really weren't going to find a seat on the stadium court. <laughs> it was great. Dude, that's so cool. Yeah, it was. That's awesome. It was awesome. How many matches did you guys end up playing? We played, I think, seven. Six, yeah, or, okay. six or seven. Um, so it was it was good. We got our, in, we got our fair share of volleyball. In three, three days or four days? In oh. uh, three. Okay. Three. So, so we yeah, got, that's, got, there, okay. got there Thursday, um, had a little training with the Canadians when we got there, and then uh, we played two – so we played six. So we played two Friday, two Saturday, and then semis and finals on Sunday. Okay, yeah. Yeah, nothing like the weekend you had. You had quite <laughs> – your fair share, too. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, congrats congrats on uh on making the finals. That I'm Thanks, looking at yeah. your BVB up right now and you guys played uh had such a cakewalk to the finals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how I describe it too. Yeah, easily. I mean, you got Billy and Stafford first round, no problem. And then <laughs> Paul and <laughs> Paul and Gabe who were playing so well. I saw that kick save that Gabe uh, had too. Oh, man. I I was uh I was on the wrong end of a couple YouTube highlights this weekend. <laughs> I, I saw okay. you were on the right end of quite a few as well. <laughs> there, there's three of them that come to mind, though, because it was uh, Gabe dug me with his foot. Uh, Billy had a chest dig over on one on me. And Ricardo um, slam dunked the ball harder than uh, LeBron does. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the first two. I saw Billy with the, the sarcastic flex down after. <laughs> yeah we were laughing in the tent about that one afterwards <laughs> i uh i haven't seen the ricardo slam dunk though uh well hopefully it doesn't surface <laughs> <laughs> but i mean seriously when you look at the list of of guys that you played i mean you could see any of those teams in a final this year and yet like you were playing reed and theo for what like ninth and trying trevor yep. for seventh and jeremy and came for fifth <laughs> yeah it was it was it was one of those you know it was one of those weekends you kind of look at we were actually talking about it in a tent um a lot of guys were like this this might be the most stacked field we've ever seen um everybody was there all teams are healthy um yeah it was it was just wild yeah you, play- you, you you look at yeah you look at the bracket and you're like okay well i'm not really happy about playing any of these games <laughs> I don't feel like, it, you know, it's just one of those. It's just like, well, let's just take it match by match. And, and here you go. Yeah, there's no no good draws in New York. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you played an Olympian in six of your seven matches, 
and the one match that you didn't play Olympian, you have you played two guys who are going for Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> so that's quite the route. That's... <laughs> I didn't look at it that way, but that's a good point. <laughs> and a lot yeah, of those no, guys are pretty uh, decorated too. Uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, but um, yeah. but I mean, how are things? I know that I mean, you've got you've got Brody. He's coming along, and then I saw that you guys have number two on the way, and volleyball seems to be we going do. exceptional. So life seems pretty good to be uh, Tim Bongren right now. <laughs> yeah, no, things are good. Uh, uh, you know, my, my, my biggest prize possession is Brody B. Uh, he's doing fantastic. He's just loving, loving sports, loving, uh, watching dad play some volleyball. And then, you know, he wants to play volleyball with dad at home. So I, I I'm loving every part of that. Um, but yeah, things are good, you know, just, uh, seeing some success and taking it one day at a time. But, you know, like, like we just talked about, there's none of this is, uh, the last couple of tournaments, none of them have been easy to uh, get to the position we are in. It's just kind of fighting, clawing your way through it, and just pulling it out by a point or two. Um, but yeah, it's it's awesome, man. I'm loving it. Yeah, and uh, and you and Troy, it, it's not like you guys get to practice a lot either. And you guys have come out with a third, a third, and a second. So how? Uh, <laughs> I mean, what would you attribute to that? Just like. I mean, the team chemistry obviously is there. You're definitely a, a fan favorite. It's one of the more entertaining, athletic teams to watch for sure. Um, but Thank I mean, you. team chemistry is like a super underappreciated part of this sport. But you guys seem to have it pretty fast. Yeah, um, you know, I think that was uh, kind of in the preseason when we were talking about a partnership. That was one of the things that actually excited me the most about playing with Troy um, was that both him and I just, you know, we kind of just love the game and love love some of the competition that comes along with it and uh getting along with your partner and having fun with your partner is is so key and i hope you guys can tell it but troy and i are having an absolute blast out there so it's making it's making some of our success just feel you know that much easier because we're just having having so much fun doing it yeah it, it looks that way too um, and no, that's I, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cause it's just it's fun to watch, and I, I feel like you guys have the crowd in pretty much every match you play too. <laughs> well, that that's that's Troy. That's not. Me. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's impossible to root against you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, uh, again, we, the the other thing that uh, really excited me about playing with Troy is that he, you know he works super hard just like I do. Um, and we kind of both know that we're going to be as scrappy as we possibly can. Um, and just work our tails off. You know, we, we, we might not be the smoothest side out players. It might not be the best setters, might not be the best servers, but we're just going to scratch and claw to get whatever points we can. And, uh, so far it's worked out pretty well. Um, but yeah, Troy works super hard on the court and, and, and that kind of goes along with what I try and do out there as well. So, uh, that's been another, common feature that's that's really suited us uh suited us well here yeah and i know that the the last time we had you on the podcast was after austin of 2018 and your your ankle was the size of a small watermelon and uh, <laughs> and you had you i'm had, happy i'm happy to report the ankle has gone down <laughs> i still have i still have a set of cankles <laughs> But Austin, you know, you like you hadn't been able to train much. I think you said between Chicago from seventeen and and Austin of twenty eighteen, <clears throat> you could only, you'd only trained a handful of times. But at what yeah. point do you like start to train a fair amount and start to really touch the ball? Uh, a lot of that is determinant on the weather in Minnesota. Yeah. Um, you know, this year it was uh, we actually had a pretty long winter, which. Um, was difficult, so I didn't get as many practices in as I wanted. But I did uh, make a trip up to California uh, for a, for a weekend to you know kind of train with Troy, and I think we played against Case uh, Beer and Jeremy, which we do every tournament anyways. Yeah, you guys see plenty uh, of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I'm you can check my my stats on this, but I'm pretty sure I've played Jeremy uh, ten out of the last eleven tournaments. <laughs> Yeah, so, well, uh, that's not true. I think it's like nine out of the last 11. I think one tournament I played him twice or something like that. <laughs> you play, you played him crazy. You played him four times in three tournaments this year, I think. Yeah, th that's right, and I know I played him six times last year, so that 
Yeah, my math adds up there. So. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, we, we laugh about it. Um, as long as we're playing each other in, you know, the semis and quarters, um, that's great though. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to hit something like that too early on. Um, so that's later on in the tournament. Um, but yeah, so back to training, uh, a lot of it is determinant on the weather and you know how it, um, Minnesota kind of sucks for <laughs> the winter, but, uh, our summers are fantastic and, and spring usually isn't too bad. So typically trying to get out as early as you can, especially, you know, after a long winter, like we normally have, we're me and, uh, you know, Brian, who I trained with and some of our other buddies are, are very eager to get out and, and play quite a bit. So, um, yeah, as soon as, as soon as the weather allows, we're getting out. Yeah. I remember, uh, so one of my buddies out here is he's from Minnesota and there was a day in, I think February where the difference in temperature in the South Bay and Minnesota was more than 100 degrees. <laughs> and I was like, that can't be real life. But sure enough, it was like, it was like 40 some degrees here because it was the morning and in Minnesota, it was like way into the <laughs> negatives. It was during that, uh, what was it called? The polar vortex? Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. It sounded great. <laughs> it sounded like a ton of fun to be in Minnesota. Yeah. We, we had a lot of fun during that time. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's basically one of those where you're just indoors uh, 100% of the time. Yeah. But, yeah. So when, <laughs> when were you able to get out this year? Because, I mean, obviously, I mean, per usual, it didn't seem to impact you at all. I mean, you and Troy come out, and your, your first match, you have a dream draw in Huntington against Rosie and Ricardo. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> you guys win that one, get third in Huntington. So, I mean, at that point, like, how much were you able to actually, like, touch a ball? I know you said you came out to California to play a little bit with Troy um, yep. prior to that, but... You know, that's what everybody here gets to do all winter. Um, but you sure. only had a week. So how many other times were you able to, like, get out and, and actually have a volleyball in your hand? Uh, good question. I, w- I would guess, uh, I don't know the ex- exact number, but I would guess it was probably uh, three or four times before I got out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. That's awesome. It's we, crazy we have a couple of indoor like beach that. facilities here. Yeah. Uh, but they're, they're a good like two hours away so you know it's one of those things where with a full-time job and a family um you maybe make it out there like a couple maybe once or twice a winter unless you really kind of plan for it um so i didn't make it out too often i do play a couple indoor tournaments in the winter um just kind of some local stuff like um to kind of touch the ball and and just see some like fast moving action if you will and and that kind of that kind of suits me but at the same time you know summer is so busy and so so much travel um that i I don't mind that long off season like that that actually i i need that and and part of that's because i have a full-time job and and i have a a wife and a kid and another kid on the way um that some of that off season where where I'm not touching the ball, like I need that because by the end of summer I'm I'm pretty burnt out. So, um, you know, it kind of goes. It, I just have a little different path than a lot of people because, you know, my focus is on family and full time job and um, and volleyball is just a, a very very passionate hobby. So that's where a lot of my focus is. Um, but I I still have to focus on other things as well. So, you know, when you when you compile all three together. Uh, after a few months, yeah, it's exhausting. Yeah, for sure. And, and it, uh, does it ever kind of make you laugh that, you know, when you look at the guys that you beat in New York, you know, Theo and Reed training, like this is their yep. full-time job, and trying Trevor is their full-time job. Like this is what they do like year-round, and, and same yep. with Jeremy and Kame and Rosie and, well, Rosie and Ricardo, it's kind of, I feel like it's getting into that hobby category, um, just kind of yep. like post-retirement fun. And then, you know, you played <laughs> Phil and Nick, which this has been their full-time job since, you know, 2005. Does it ever kind of yep. make, make you laugh a little bit that, like, you can not only hang with these guys, but beat them despite being, like you said, just kind of a passionate hobby that you have, like, a lot of priorities ahead of it? Um, you know, I used to think that. Uh, I would say I used to think that because, I well, I don't know, I guess. I, I've been playing the game for a lot of years, right? So, um not, not, I'm not one of those players that needs, I, th- I think I said this in my last uh, podcast with you guys, but I'm not one of those players where 
I need a million touches to stay on the top of my game, and I feel very fortunate to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, th- another thing that people probably don't know is I'm constantly touching a volleyball in my basement. Like, I'll be sitting there watching TV, and I'm sitting there one-arm bumping and setting, and, you know, I'm constantly touching uh, volleyballs, even even when it's in the off-season. Um, but, I, yeah, I just... Uh, I don't know. I, I used to think that, but now that now that I've kind of uh, established myself and I feel I feel more comfortable playing some of these uh, more elite players, uh, I I think I deserve to belong there and and I just uh, yeah I'm not sure where I'm going yeah. with this. Well, but. no, I I think there's something to that. Do you remember? Was there like any specific tournament or something where you kind of had that moment where you're like, you know what, like I do belong. Like I'm not just kind of like you know a gimmick out of Minnesota. You know who's just like you know, like a fun story to follow, but I mean, you, you, when you and Brian got third in New Orleans, I don't know if that was kind of a moment or, you know, maybe when you made that final with Taylor, I don't know if there's like a specific tournament that you had where you're like, yeah, like I belong out here. It doesn't matter if, you know, I'm in Minnesota or Southern California. Yeah. For me, uh, good question. Uh, For me, I I have always felt like I belong. Um, One of the things that is eye-opening is that when you finally see the success, like I know I can play with these guys, but at the same time, like, none of this is ever easy. Like, e- even this last weekend, like, or, you know, I'm seeing some success in the last couple of tournaments, but none of it's easy. Like, you have to just work your tail off. And, th- and that's kind of my game. As I said earlier, um, not, not, the best, uh, not the best passer, not the best setter, not the best hitter. But combining those things and controlling what I can control has been, you know, really... Uh, really huge for me and I, and I can do those things better now than I could before and, and compiling all those things together has been has allowed me to you know play at the top level and and, and make it to where I want to be and um, yeah I think you know I used to think those things but I think I've overcome that a little bit and and now I'm I'm ready to uh, you know really play at some of the top level. Yeah, I'd say you are playing at that top level right now. I mean, two-thirds in the second. <laughs> when you and Troy, what made you want to go with Troy? Because I'm sure that you probably had a fair amount of people hitting you up over the offseason as it goes with any offseason where there's some some shuffling. What made you go with Troy? Um, you know, kind of like we talked about before. I think uh, Troy, Troy's an up-and-comer. I, I think I'd be stupid to say that he like he doesn't attract anybody's eye, right? Um, right. He's just an absolute athlete. He um, is so new to the sport and just climbing so fast. Uh, the kid's got it, man. He is. Uh, he's, he's impressed me on so many different levels. Um, large, largely from the fact that he just he's been emotionally like very stable in the sense that you know we're in tight matches. We're playing in front of a huge crowd. He's never been here before, and he's still playing just amazing volleyball. And um, like, I wanted to play defense as well, so that, that kind of also attracted me. But, I mean, more so, like like we talked about before, uh, the personality. I knew Troy and I would get along. Like, we had a, we actually met last year, uh, or we I guess uh, we had met previously, but we had talked quite a bit last year in New York. So it was almost like it was almost like a, an anniversary for us, if yeah. you will. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so last year, uh, Troy had actually reached out reached out to me and I had told him, uh, no initially because, because of points. And like, if I would have played with him last year, um, he would have dragged me into the qualifier and, you know, I, I didn't want to go back into that cause I had enough points to stay out of the qualifier. Right. Um, and this year it was kind of the opposite. I had enough, I had enough points and he had enough points to make us in the main draw and, you know, just a bunch of combination of things. I was like, Hey, Troy, uh, do you want to do it? And he was he was extremely excited, you know, just like I was. And I, I know where, I know he has a huge ceiling and I'm just essentially happy to be along for the ride. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. Yeah. He was, uh, I was very excited when he said yes. Yeah. It's uh, and we can see why <laughs> with these results, it's been quite a run for you guys. Um, with that yeah. first tournament in Huntington, you know, pretty much everybody was home did you go in with any expectations, or or are you just kind of like, well, let's just play well and you know, results fall where they may? Uh, a little bit of both. Like, 
yeah, you kind of just um, it's more so one of those like, hey, I wanna I wanna get a couple wins this weekend. Um, uh, but at the same time, you're like, I need to play my game, and I want to make Troy play his best game. So, kind of, kind of both of those expectations at the same time, if you will. Uh, you know, and we, we just went out there, and <laughs> we just have to fight and claw. Like we played Ricardo and Rosie first, so that's that's a daunting task for the first uh, match <laughs> no of the <kidding>. team. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's just talking about the simple things, and and Troy and I our motto has kind of been control the ball on our side of the net, control our side uh, all year long. And basically from square one, we've been able to do that. Like Troy's past incredible. Um, his setting has been phenomenal. And, and that's one of the things like he's really exceeded my expectations uh, along the same lines, like with his emotional, um, you know, balance in those big, big matches and big situations uh, it's just he's he's basically exceeded everything I, well I, I expected him to get here, but he's just doing it so fast that uh, the results are showing it. Yeah, you guys it came out to a really hot start, and and with you too, you switching to defense. I mean, you'd only played defense in one tournament before, right? Or at least one AVP that was with Topol and Hermosa two years ago. Uh, yeah, yep. So what what made you want to switch? Just because I know. Uh, like, whenever somebody asks if like I'm ever interested in playing defense, I just have like a really yep. fast no, just for supply and demand purposes. <laughs> <laughs> there are only so many blockers, and definitely only so many lefty blockers. So I'm staying put. But what made you want to yeah. make that move? Yeah, no. Um, I guess so. For me, there was a couple of reasons. So one, which people might not remember, but when Brian and I used to play together, uh, we split block for the first maybe five years of our partnership, and then maybe the last three, um, I, we kind of uh, moved to more um, solidified roles, and so I became a blocker at that point. So I, I've played defense before. I'm not brand new to it. Okay. Um, but the other, the other thing is I'm, I feel like I'm kind of a, an undersized blocker in a sense. Um, and don't get me wrong, I, I feel like I've done fairly well, and, and I actually do enjoy blocking, but... Uh, when you get to the top level and you're playing against players like Phil and Theo and, you know, some of those blockers that are just so big, um, every inch matters. And I didn't, to me, to be able to play defense, I feel like I can be a little bit more effective, um, touch a few more balls, you know, being a 6'3 defender rather than being a or 6'4, whatever you want to call me. I'm, depends on how hard I breathe in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, being a, you know, being a taller defender, which isn't even that tall, or just kind of an undersized blocker, I just felt like I, I do have a little bit more advantage as a defender. But uh, also, you know, I haven't really tried it yet, and I, I really uh, liked it when I used to do it, and so I really wanted to try it again. And, um, yeah, so like a number of things there, but yeah, I just uh, as as a defender, I feel like I can I can play at the top level. As a blocker, I feel like I'm just slightly undersized, and that goes you know a long ways. Gonna pause right there, really quick, for a quick word from our sponsors. Hey, they're the ones who keep the show going. We gotta give them a shout out. All right, so shout out as always to our guys at Wilson who are giving out all the best balls on the AVP tour, giving out the best balls on the college tour, the CBVA. Everybody uses Wilson, and it's for a reason. And you probably do, too, if you're listening to the show, and you probably need new balls. So if you do, give us a shout at Wilson Sand on WilsonVolleyball.com for a 20% discount. All right, that is Wilson Sand for 20% discount for the best balls in the game. All right, so go over to Wilson. Use the best balls out there. You can get them decorated by Nicolette Martin. Have a great time with them. And uh, and use that code for twenty percent discount. Lord knows we all need them in beach volleyball. So go ahead and give me give me use. And just as we all need volleyballs, we also all need recovery devices. All right, especially for those of us who are traveling all over the place, recovery is key. Which is why Firefly Recovery is our guys for that. You can just strap these things on your knee or wherever you are injured or need some recovery, and Firefly has you covered. It simulates the blood flow down the legs or wherever you are injured, and it kind of it just heals it. You could be at work putting them on. It's going to heal you up. You could be on an airplane. Thank 
goodness. That's where I spend half of my time these days, and it's going to heal you up. Firefly Recovery is your spot, and you can use our code SANDCAST. Then you get 10% off of Firefly Recovery. So you got 20% at Wilson. You got 10% at Firefly. You are set up. Now for our final but not least sponsor, we have Pacific Coast Wealth Management. All right, They are some of the guys who are responsible for putting on such an excellent event at the Laguna Open, so it's always good to give them support. And if you need any type of financial support, they have your back. So you can get up a free consultation at Pacific Coast Wealth Management. All right, and they uh, we're going to give you a the Pacific Coast Wealth Management Olympic breakdown. All right, so unfortunately, Russia is number one for the guys. We got Vyacheslav Krasilnikov and Oleg Stoyanovsky ranked number one in the Olympic race. Number two, the Norwegian buddies, the Beach Volley Vikings, Anders Moll and Christian Sorum. Number three, we have the Polish Todd Rogers, Gregors Fijalek, and Michael Brill. Esteban and Marco Grimalt are right behind them. The number one American team in the current Olympic race is Triborn and Trevor Crab, our only split-blocking duo in the country. On the women's side, this is a much more American-filled affair. We have Rebecca Cavalcanti and Ana Patricia Silva as number one in the world. They're from Brazil. Number two at the moment, Carrie Walsh Jennings and Brooke Sweat. Number three, April Ross and Alex Kleinman. Number four, Canadians... Heather Bansley and Brandy Wilkerson, number five, another Canadian pair. There are buddies up north. Let's give them some love. Melissa Humana Paredes and Sarah Pavin. Uh, checking in the U.S. also in the top ten, Sarah Hughes and Summer Ross and Kelly Clays and Sarah Sponsel. A lot to change, obviously, in the coming months as some of the bigger events come up. But that is your Pacific Coast Wealth Management Olympic update. And now we will get back to Sandcast. As always, appreciate you guys listening to the show so much. Love all you guys. Love beach volleyball. Appreciate all the support. Yeah, how how was it making that switch? Because uh, I feel like a couple of things that a lot of people who haven't really played a ton of of beaches they don't really understand like just how difficult it is to one's like switch sides and two like switch positions. Yeah. And I know that because whenever I'm caught in defense, I'm like, oh god, like I don't even know where to stand. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> so how like obviously you've made the switch very well. Like did you do anything extra to prepare? Like how was it? Um, you know, just getting comfortable back there again. Yeah, you know, it's one of the things. Like I think um, the more you play it, the more you get comfortable at it. And, like, if, if you were to watch my tournament in Hermosa, sorry, uh, Huntington versus, like, New York this weekend, you could tell in, in Huntington I was a little bit, like, slow um, in the sense, especially, like, hard-driven balls. Like, I was just kind of slow to react. Um, and that's something that I've kind of worked on quite a bit, you know, a lot of hard-driven balls at me. Uh, and I feel like I'm getting better at that. Um, the other thing is, yeah, especially especially when, you, when you're a blocker and then you go to play defense, you're not comfortable back there. Uh, and now that I have three tournaments under my belt, I've been, you know, trying, I take the long road every single time. So <laughs> I have a lot of games under my belt now. So that makes you more comfortable as well. Um, and then, and also, you know, playing, the more I play with Troy, the more I get to know Troy and what his tendencies are and, uh, things like that, you know, making reads behind the, behind the blocker and, and watching hitters, especially. And, um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's been a, le- it's been a, a learning curve. And, uh, but again, I'm not new to it. So I played a lot of indoor. I've seen a lot of hard hit balls. Uh, I played a lot of beach and, and, you know, tried to run down my fair share of uh, shots. Uh, <laughs> and hopefully I'm getting better at it. Let's <laughs> say so you guys, uh, you've never taken the short road. It's funny. Two of the most successful teams on tour this season, you and Troy and, and Jake and Taylor have never yeah. opted for the easy route. <laughs> Yeah, I was just I was just gonna say as soon as you said that I was like, oh yeah, Jake and Taylor. Yeah, so you guys, uh, you're good under pressure. It seems like, and I feel like, like you said, that Troy's sort of mental toughness and awareness has probably been pretty clutch in that. And that you guys have played, I don't know, four, five, six elimination matches every tournament, and you just cruised all the way to at least the semis. Yeah, you know, when when you say the word cruise, it, that's not what it feels like. <laughs> True. <laughs> Probably the wrong word to, to use there. Uh, you've grinded it out, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's and that's one of the things that, that's been so great about playing with Troy is, is he's ready to grind, and, and that's part of the battle. And and uh, it's, been, it's been a lot of fun to do it, too. So, Do... Uh, 
Do any of your like coworkers follow along at when you're in AVPs? Because I'm sure. I mean, it's it's a work day for them. You know, on a, on a Friday, and there you are on Amazon yep. Prime playing Billion Stafford. Like, do, do they keep up with you guys? Uh, I will basically unless they found out on their own. I don't tell anybody about it. Um, I definitely have a couple close close work friends that I've actually worked with for a number of years that that you know, know all of the fine details. I actually had one of them come down to Austin and he was there watching. Um, and I went and went out and hung with, hung out with him afterwards, which was really cool. Um, but typically unless they find out on their own, uh, not a whole lot of people know. Um, I always have to tell my managers ahead of time because there's a lot of, a lot of time off involved. So (laughs) (laughs) right. I was wondering how you go about navigating, uh, all that time off in the summer. I'm, I'm assuming you you definitely don't take off much in the winter for volleyball. So <laughs> you got you got that right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty much a, a, a hermit in the winter. You know, I'm at work every day and at home every night. Uh, and in the summer, I'm about the exact opposite. Yeah, and then you're just. Uh, it's, I feel like it's like every weekend. Do you uh, do you do any of the fun? The not. I mean, not the AVPs aren't fun, but the non AVP lo- like tournaments, like uh, Seaside, or I know you and Brian were always big into uh, yep. Wapaka. Uh, yeah. So uh, when Brian and I were first starting to play, we I've always done Wapaka ever since I really started playing, um, and then we did Motherload for a number of years out in uh, Aspen, Colorado, and uh, the other ones no. So like uh, Pottstown or Seaside. Um, some of those other ones, they're on the bucket list, but, uh, they're, they're probably on the bucket list for after some of this, uh, you know, uh, crazy amounts of travel and, and stuff in the summer for me. Um, I say crazy, that's crazy for myself, not a lot of other athletes, but yeah, um, it's nuts watching. So, what, yeah. Once, like, once ABP run slows down, I'll probably uh, look to do some of those other ones. I mean, so we'll pack what we do every year cause that's about a four or five hour drive from us. Um, and it just kind of been one of my go-tos. That's always so fun too, because, uh, it's just kind of a big reunion. Like a lot of my college friends will go there. A lot of the people I played against in college. Um, and it's just, you know, it's, it's almost, it's basically local to me and it's, it's always so fun to be there and the, and the crowd and the atmosphere is just amazing. That's what I hear. Everybody talk, everybody raves about Wapaka when it comes up. I feel like Wapaka and Seaside are the two that everybody is unanimously in love with across the board yeah 100 I'm, I'm sorry you broke up what was the second one you said uh seaside the one in oregon oh seaside yeah yeah for sure yeah because I, I remember zon zon came back from that last year and, and he he was loving life after seaside he's like that's the most fun i've ever had <laughs> volleyball <tournament>. yeah it, <laughs> it, it's incredible yeah it was fun to have zon out there last year even though he beat me in both uh both events which being the <laughs> The sand on Friday and the grass on Saturday, uh, but yeah, it's it's just awesome. Yeah, and how so uh, shout out to those guys there. How They're is doing Brian doing? Job. Brian Brian is doing really well. Um, he his his knee is doing uh, spectacular. He's probably the way I'd probably word it is he's playing a hundred percent, hundred percent effort, but he's probably ninety percent health wise as it as in his knee is about ninety percent recovered. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's doing great. I train with him all the time. We're working out typically one or two mornings a week together. Um, and yeah, so he, he's been really well. That's awesome. Is he still, you guys still train? It's his house. He has the court, right? In his backyard? He does have the court. Yeah. Yeah, which is a bummer because he's half hour away from me. Um, okay. But yeah, no, he, uh, he's been uh, absolutely one of my biggest supporters, which has been really phenomenal. You know, the, the way he kind of has had to step down from the sense that he had his injury uh, is really challenging, but he's just handled it so professionally. And, you know, he's been such a good uh, older brother and role model to me that I can't thank him enough. Yeah, that's awesome. Is he trying to come back a little bit for the AVP or is he just, is it now kind of entering more of a a fun stage of his career? (laughs) Man. That's a, that's a good question. I, I kind of ask him that every day, and uh, I'm still waiting for still waiting for the real answer. <laughs> I think he misses it quite a bit. I bet. Um, but but I don't know what what he's planning on doing. So I'll, I'll leave that to him to answer. You can you can send him a text or an email. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to do that. 
Yeah, yeah, he'd be a good pickup for somebody when he uh, when he sneaks back on. Absolutely, yeah. And but with you, I know uh, with with another kid on the way. I, I was meaning to ask you. I know that you know the last year or two. How old is Brody now? So he turned two in March. So he's probably uh, he's two and what is that? A couple uh, four months. Okay. So I'm sure life yeah. on on tour sorry, three is, months, is three a months. little bit different uh, with with a, a little kid in tow. Um, so how is yeah. it kind of having that extra balancing act of, of being a full-time dad too? Uh, okay. So the way I word it is if I could have a baby and he'd come out as two years old, that's how I would have it because, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I might be contrary to other people on this, but I'm not one for snuggling, um, little infants. <laughs> you know, I'm very, very happy to take care of him and do my thing, but, like, Brody's at such a fun age right now, like, playing volleyball with him, he's just speaking every word in the books, you know, just kind of like a parrot, so you got to watch what you say, and um, it's just so fun, you know, I, I came home from work the other day, I'm like, hey, bud, how's it going? And he didn't even say hi, he just goes, daddy, play volleyball with me? <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Like, yeah, let me, let me uh, get out of my work clothes here, let's do it, bud. You know, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, yeah, so I, I'm loving it. Uh, so when October comes, we have our baby number two coming. Uh, it's a girl, which is going to be awesome. We have one yeah, of Congrats! Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, back back to like sleepless nights and um, you know all that good jazz. But I'm I'm stoked and and my wife is super happy. She's having her she's having her girl and yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, now Brody has someone to uh, to look after once they start getting older. So that'll be that'll be fun. That's so cool. I love your videos of Brody. They crack me up. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he seems pretty excited right now, but I, I think it's gonna rock his world a little bit <laughs> when he doesn't get all the attention. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but has but that no, been... we're uh, yeah. He's he's been really good about it. He's. Yeah, he's seen some other babies and treats them pretty well. So hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah, uh, continues that. Has he has he been coming on the road with you at all, or are we going to be uh, seeing any any Brody appearances later on in the year? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So he came out to uh, Huntington, uh, had a blast, and uh, he'll be in. Oh, sorry, he's not coming to Hermosa. He'll be in Manhattan. Okay. Uh, that's 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 pending. We get approval from the doctor to fly my pregnant wife out there. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's that's the plan. So we should see him out there. Uh, otherwise, Chicago is also a potential um, where we might see him. But yeah, Hermosa, we're doing a, uh, a kidless weekend, so he won't be out there. Uh, but yeah, we typically try and target the um, uh, like the, those California tournaments are just perfect to bring Brody out to because there's so many good things, you know, just right off the beach, restaurants and uh, stores, and uh, then you have this beautiful long beach with perfect waves that Brody took a huge digger in last uh, <laughs> which was awesome <laughs> uh, but he loves playing in the water and and uh, you know the sunshine's always good too yeah that's uh that's good that you have a uh, you have a kid who likes the beach because you, you, it's hit or miss with kids sometimes <laughs> I know yeah he uh he does love the beach he loves playing in the sand and making a mess uh, but no, it, it was pretty funny. If you look at his Instagram page, you can see the picture where essentially a wave come up and came up and hit him in the knees. And he fell straight out, straight on his back. You know, got water and sand all over his face, and he he was unhappy about it. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good memory. I loved um I loved your Instagram post with the picture of of Brody watching you. Was it in Huntington? Uh yeah, it was. Yeah. And yep. And it seems that, oh, man. you know, not that you needed that perspective change, because, like, you've always been as humble as they come, but I loved kind of the message that, you know, having Brody there kind of shows you that, you know, it's so much more important than winning and losing, but setting a good example for your yeah. kids. And, like, has has Brody and then, you know, and have you picked a name for, uh, for the girl yet? Oh, the name. So, man, we've been talking about those for months already. <laughs> no <laughs> luck. Bet. Uh, still working on that. Yeah, but um, has it changed um, like the way you look or approach the game at all? I mean, it it's to I'll put it this way to to finish up to 
finish a match and you know walk over to the sidelines and see your see your two year old boy running up in the sand to give you a high five or a hug. It's a hundred percent changed everything. You know, it changes how you react to some calls. It changes how you um, just approach yourself out there. Um, and it's just it's so awesome to see him kind of take all that in and you know and then to see him come home and want to play volleyball all the time and uh, just have fun with it and yeah. Uh, I think that's that's the, that's one of the big takeaways is the you want to you know help your boy grow up and be a, be a good individual but also have fun at the same time and um, it's just been it's been it's been such a game changer because it was before it was kind of all about you know let's let's go compete let's go do this and and now I'm like well let's uh, let's set a good example for this kid and let's go have fun for him and and see how he grows up and hopefully does the same thing and uh it's just it's been a total uh change of pace with my with my uh my mindset and it's yeah it's really really awesome yeah it uh it sounds it, i mean it looks like everything's going great i mean he's a heck of an athlete already too he'll be hands up <laughs> <soon enough. laughs> we're working on that uh yeah no he he loves he loves playing down on the board down in the basement more than i do so I'm just trying to keep up with him at this point. <laughs> You're going to have to start uh, picking Hyden's brain about how to stay in the game long enough so we can see the uh, the Tim and Brody team in uh, like 2030-something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be fantastic? I mean, he, he's ready to go right now. I'm, I'm still trying to recover from last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. And... Uh, with, I mean, season's already almost almost halfway over. So Seattle will mark the midpoint. Has the success that you and Troy have had? Does it change at all the way that you're approaching tournaments or heading into them? Like, or has it changed your expectations? Because where before, you know, it's not that like making Sunday was all that strange for you. You know, you did it in Austin and Chicago last year, but now you've done it three straight times. I don't know if there's been any mindset changes or if it's just kind of business as usual. Because, I mean, you seem like you've done such a good job just staying grounded throughout an, an awesome career already. Well, thanks. Um, yeah, no, uh, it doesn't change my mindset at all. Like, I, I look at those past tournaments and I was like, those were fantastic, but uh, I still feel like the underdog at times. Uh, partially because of the, you know, lack of practice that I'll have, or um, I, like I just know how hard I need to grind to get some of those wins. Um, and so, you know, even though we've had a couple great finishes, um, <laughs> I'm not convinced that we're, you know, at, at no point am I convinced that we're guaranteed anything. Uh, it's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a lot of. Uh, focus it's going to take a lot of execution so uh even though we've had three good finishes or or a couple good finishes in the last uh few tournaments even including last year we still got a long ways to go uh we don't have we don't have that title yet so <laughs> long ways to go to get that yeah and you're uh i was looking at your bvb you're nearing the uh the six figure career winnings mark with beach volleyball just Maybe oh. two more good finishes. I mean, that New York Gold Series money—that's a booster right there. <laughs> that is a booster. Uh, yeah, I mean, but I've been playing for like ten years, so my my earnings isn't that great. You know, you, you got to factor in a lot of flights, a lot of food, a lot of yeah. lifts and Ubers, and <laughs> not ready not to retire on prize about. money just yet. <laughs> not not that much to brag about after <laughs> after all that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's fun when you have a good tournament like last weekend to uh, you know get a bigger paycheck, of course, and um, you know it helps helps fund some of the rest of the year and things like that. So obviously, no complaints. The AVP is doing a great job of 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 slowly growing and 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 moving in the right direction, and uh, I'm just very appreciative of of what they've done too. Yeah, I feel like the the momentum just kind of builds and builds on itself, not just like with every year, but with each tournament. I mean, every every time I've watched on Amazon Prime, just like keeping up from Mexico to watch New York, I was like, holy cow, like there's not any standing room in this place. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yep. And that's how Austin, yeah. Austin is every year, and Huntington is jammed too. It's it's fun to see. Yep. Yeah, you know, the, the crowds are getting more into it. Um Amazon Prime's doing an awesome job. They've got three-court stream now, which is incredible. You know, of course, last year, 
first time with Amazon Prime and, and people are complaining that only uh, Stadium Court streamed. But, you know, it's it's a it's a business, you know, it's got to grow. And and it is. And that's and they're doing an awesome job. Like all three of those streams that I've watched have been nearly flawless. So um, really good stuff by by those guys. And, and the crowds are coming in. The marketing team's doing their job. You know, they're they're marketing it exceptionally and getting people in. And you know, all stadium stadiums always packed, um, which is awesome, and it's really exciting. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it was fun because we were uh, we were sitting at uh, our breakfast table in in Mexico, and the Canadians were like, "Holy cow! Like this is so cool! Look at all these people!" Because <laughs> most of the international teams are used to FIVBs, and not many people go, and then the AVP is just slammed like every weekend now. Yeah, I mean. They're doing it right, and and I'm just happy to be along for the ride. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, now we have uh, we got Seattle coming up, and then there's yep. a decent break between Seattle and Hermosa because because uh, San Francisco was swapped out for Hawaii later in the year this year. So what? That's right. Yep. What are you gonna do with your month off? Uh, I it's already all four or, or what is it? Three weekends? I, I think, think all three weekends are already packed. <laughs> uh so in minnesota we you know uh our summers are the things we cherish so my in-laws uh they do live on a lake so i will be there a number of times oh it's awesome um, i think we have a wedding for one of the weekends and uh <clears throat> but yeah it's uh summertime in minnesota is, is fantastic so yeah. I, I will be very busy and outside the entire time it atones for those long winters huh yeah, that's exactly right. You get out when you can. <laughs> yeah, well, I um, I know that you have a, a busy schedule back home, especially with uh, with Brody and, and the full-time job, so I won't keep you for too much longer. But uh, I don't know if we were doing this for the last time we did our podcast, but we so now we have a question that we ask each guest um, at okay. the end of each episode, and that is, uh, if you had to give a piece of advice to an up-and-coming beach volleyball player, what would that piece of advice be? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I wish you would have uh, given me some pre-warning about this. <laughs> so I thought about it. <laughs> the spontaneity helps sometimes, and sometimes, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the way I approach the game is uh, work hard, man. I mean, I think one of the things I've realized as a defender this year is that I can touch more balls than I thought I could um, in the sense that, you know, if, so, if I'm chasing down a high line or a cut shot, uh, sometimes I've, I've, I've gone and just, and just started running towards it, and I've been able to, you know, get the ball up more times than I thought. And, and, in, and in the past, I haven't really um, – I've kind of done the, oh, I think they beat me. I think they beat me, I'm just going to stand up. Um, don't give up. Basically, a, a lot of those points can be extended longer than than you think, and uh, you know you're in the sand, so diving doesn't hurt unless you do it wrong. Um, <laughs> and that, and that's kind of one of the things that that Troy and I really excelled at this year is extending some of those plays and trying to earn some of those long rallies. Um, and so I guess that's kind of my word of advice, and, and that's been something new to me this year and kind of something I've learned, uh, is that I think you, you, can, you can get more balls up than you think and if you just give it the effort. Yeah, and you guys, like you said, you guys have excelled at extending plays. It's like it, you guys are human highlight rules, reels on defense. It's <laughs> just me and, um, me and Kyle were just scrolling through Instagram, looking up all the volleyball highlight feeds, and you guys were like every other video. It was, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, no, I, I mean, for, further to my point, there's, I, I actually think of a, an example specifically was when we played Rosie and Ricardo uh, in Huntington. And I think Troy posted it. We have a really long rally with them, um, in which my quads are still burning. From. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Ricardo hit a cut shot, and I when initially when he hit it, I had almost given up in my mind, but I decided to, you know, go for it. And I ended up getting it up and extending the rally. Um, and you can see it. You can see it in that point. Like I was exhausted. Like as soon as he hit that, I had already kind of ran down a ball and, and had done something else and 
so I was exhausted, but I essentially I just kind of gave the effort, and there I was. I was getting the ball up for a play that I didn't think I could extend. Um, and so for yeah, for the for the young kids, you know, don't give up. Like I think you can you can do more than you think. Um, and I think those plays may are just the game changer. Yeah, for sure. Because I feel like even if you don't side that point out, next time Ricardo hits a cut shot, he's gonna be like, well. God dang, I just hit a perfect one that he got up. It's just it's defeating as 100%. an offensive player when you keep touching those balls and you're like, wow, like I gotta be really crisp just to get it down cleanly. Yeah. And exactly. And that and that's another thing is like uh you know, even if even if he hits that and I, you know, kind of get it up or hit it under the net or something in, in the sense that uh I get a touch on it, you know, that, that sends a message a message to him that uh, you know, I need to be even more crisp or or I, I can't do any anything less than that, um, which puts more pressure on the uh, opponent, and and that that's, that also sends a message. Yeah, and so you and Troy have sent it loud and clear this season. So congrats on all your success this year. It's been super fun to watch, uh, whether in person or from afar. <laughs> and uh, so I'll be uh, thanks, Travis. Be seeing you uh, in Seattle in a couple weeks. That that's awesome. I. Do we, should we talk about uh, Mexico at all? Oh, Mexico! It was uh, man, it was it was just so fun. I feel like every time every time we talk, it's on this podcast. I have like kind of a a landmark, <laughs> a milestone moment <laughs> for my career. Well, hint, hint it. Let's talk more often, man. <laughs> should so hopefully, well, hopefully when I see you in Seattle, then we can have like something really good to talk about. Maybe we'll be playing uh, like each other that. on a Sunday or something. That would be great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for the, for the listeners, Travis, Travis and uh, uh, Kyle Friend were an absolute. Uh, you guys were just putting on a show in in Mexico, uh, and you guys took a second, correct? Yeah, took a second. We um, and actually, yeah, that's one of awesome. the teams that we beat in the semifinals, we, we were like, man, those guys were pretty good, and, and they were walking around in these jerseys. So I was like, I'm pretty sure I saw Jake walking around with those, and it turns out like they they had played in the World Championships in 2017. So I texted Kyle, I was like, I guess that team was pretty good, and he's like, wow, we played okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's better not knowing, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I didn't know that going into the match. And afterwards, I was yeah. like, hey, that's a good win. <laughs> dude that's awesome man congrats to you guys appreciate that it was uh it was a ton of fun it's just a ton of fun too like when we were i was sitting at the airport and i was like man like now me and kyle like we have friends because everybody on our sacred trips i mean you spend a weekend you know right across the hall from each other in the hotel and so like now yep. we just had like friends from belize and the bahamas and cayman and and canada all the canadians were of course as friendly as they come and just like it was just, I think that's the coolest part about playing in international events is that you, you know, now you can go to a Norseka and you'll like see familiar faces again. It was fun seeing the guys that I played against in Martinique in October. I was like, hey, like this is yeah. pretty cool. Like having, now we can go around the world and I can like see familiar faces. All right, right. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Congrats to you guys. Appreciate that. Congrats to you. I will uh, be Thank you. seeing you soon. I uh, love it. Well, we'll see you in a couple weeks. All right, sounds good, Tim. Have a great rest of the day. You too, Travis. Appreciate it, man.